like, I'd love to listen to it. And I was like, well, I kind of feel like Monica at work is a different Monica than podcast Monica. So I don't know <laughs> if I want you to listen to me just yet because I don't really know you that well. And he was like, oh, I got it. I got it. He's like, that's totally fine. Um, so maybe he'll listen in the future. <laughs> My sister loves it. And yeah. she wanted to donate. So I don't know when we get to that point, we'll just have to cross that bridge. Like kidneys. Blood. She wanted to donate money. Blood. Oh, blood. money. Well, money's cool. She was like, do you, do you have a Patreon so I can give you some money? And then she was like, well, uh, are you guys on Spotify? And I was like, yes, we're on Spotify, <laughs> chick. <laughs> <laughs> so for any listeners out there, oh, this is the Spooky Chat Podcast. I'm Jennifer. I'm Tim. I'm Tim. Just kidding. This is Monica. <laughs> <laughs> this is the whole reason for recording because we're recording an intro. But and we never record intros anymore because we always chat. We just enjoy each other's company. Yes. And we just do the podcast the way that we need to do it. So my sister loves a podcast. And let everybody you know, know that we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, Pretty much wherever you can get a podcast, we're probably on there. I think we're, Google has a thing, but we're not on. Oh, wait, are we on that one? I don't know. I know. That, I we should probably know. Yeah. We'll I know, find out. We'll I know for sure out. we're on Spotify because that's where my sister listens. And we'll get uh, PayPal, Venmo, all that kind of stuff. We're going to do that later if you guys want to donate. But honestly, let me tell you something. I am not a sound engineer. And... Me trying to figure out voice meter banana and audacity and all this shit tonight. I, I mean, it had me in tears. I'm You're just doing a great boy. job, buddy. This is not my forte, but if you need me to read a book and tell you about that shit, I can. A romance I can do book, that. dirty I just, romance. I just finished a good one today. <laughs> but anyway, okay, okay, I can't tangent. <laughs> Tim's here. Tangent. Can I We're, circle back to something else that we talked about a while ago? Yes. Chris just told me that the carpet, there's this YouTuber that he follows. He's called the carpet bagger. He goes to different places and he'll just do a video there. He went to the museum of death. <gasps> so if you want to find it on YouTube, it's on YouTube. Uh, Monica, our LA correspondent lives not too far from the museum of death and she refuses to go. So uh, I do refuse to go. Also, um, we pass by it every day, go to work. I'm going to try to take a picture of the front for you, but I absolutely positively refuse to go inside. Hmm. Huh. You know what? Okay, we're going to record later on. I'm going to tell y'all about spring break, and it was so much fun. We went to, we drove by a haunted house, and then we almost got killed by Bigfoot. But we're gathering here. Y'all didn't look like, huh? Y'all well, look like y'all were hugging up on Bigfoot. You know what? That's my new son-in-law, apparently. Harry. <laughs> Harry. I let my daughter watch Harry and the Hendersons right before, so she was super excited when she saw the Bigfoot. At first, she was scared, and she was like, this is creepy. And then I was like, oh, that's Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. And she was all about Harry. That's cute. I don't think she likes humans, because we watched Godzilla, and she was all about the monster in that one. I, I can I can relate. <laughs> yeah, she's not, yeah, she's not really into people per se but we're gathered here tonight midnight society jk jk don't sue we're gathered tonight to talk about the devil room in corpus uh, christi yeah yeah i can't wait for the listeners to hear it because it was a spooky story mike is such a good storyteller he really is. He is um but yeah that sounded crazy so we're gonna let you guys listen to it right now 
Um, which one do you want to tell us next? Uh, since we're talking about Corpus, uh, we could talk about what they call the Devil Room. Okay. In it's a little bit more demonic, I would say, because there's there's the new courthouse in Corpus, which was built. I mean, I, I don't know how long ago, but there's the old courthouse, which sits right behind it, that still hasn't been demolished. So it's just this old abandoned building that just people come and go, whatever you know, vagrants or junkies, you know, all that. And me and my buddy were just hanging out one night, and we were like, "Man, let's go in. You know, I want to see the Devil Room." That everybody talks about. And all they've ever said was, oh, it's this room where, you know, they have a pentagram on the floor and there's all this crazy stuff. And I was like, yeah, okay, let's go check it out. It's just a stupid room. So we break in. You I mean, it's not hard. There's boards all over the windows. You just take one off. We break in. We go down into the basement. And we're walking around. And then we see, uh, like, a, like, a flashing light in a room because it's dark. It's a dark corridor. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, okay, that must be it. So we walk over. And you saw a flashing light. Yeah, like and it was you like it was like there's a lit light. You know how like oh flickering. Like, flickering okay, light. I there was like, go. what? And we're like, okay. So we go in and we check it out. And we look through the doorway, and it's not just a stupid room with like a pentagram painted on it. It's there's like dried blood all over the floors. There's a a really creepy looking like almost like an electric chair uh. that's like like super stiff and old covered in blood yeah and we're like this is a little bit creepier than, than we had imagined that's so weird it really is uh because i mean and and then there's like animal skeletons in the corner and i mean like like the the most creepy things you can think about yeah there's like shrunken heads hanging Ew. from the ceiling there's like spinal cords What's hung that? from the ceiling. So, so, so this is in the old courthouse, right? Mm-hmm. Is this is the old courthouse? Does it have several floors? Is this on the first floor? Is this the basement? This is in the basement. Okay. Because uh, there's about I want to say like six floors. Okay, so uh, you guys went like just straight to the basement. Yeah, because the rest of it is just an old abandoned building, and there's like crackheads sleeping in other rooms and stuff, but. But it seems like everybody knows avoid the basement. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's pretty much the okay <laughs> the main thing that everybody's like. Yeah, don't go in the basement. We're like, oh well, that's where we're going. Because me and my friend were not. I've always been a skeptic, and I'm just like, it's it's not even going to be anything cool or whatever. And it was way more than I bargained for. Oh my God. And then all of a sudden, while we're while we're standing there looking at this, I look at the ground, and there's the pentagram. Mm-hmm. And I realized that we're standing like inside of it, and Whoops. my stomach just turns, and like I feel like I feel like I've like I've had food poisoning for a week, and I just I like I want to throw up, and I was just like, and I look at my buddy, and he's I can see he's feeling it too, and I was like, we got to get out of here right now. So we start walking out, and we just run, like we don't even look, we just run. Mm-hmm. And we made it out of the building fine and everything. And afterwards, he was like, dude, does your stomach hurt? Does your, like, chest hurt? And I was like, yeah. Like, like somebody was, like, grabbing your insides. It was just the weirdest feeling I've ever had in my entire life. And that was the only time I felt it. Yikes. <laughs> it was... That was, I think, my most felt experience ever okay. with that kind of 
personally? Yeah. Physically? Yeah. Got it. I'll never forget it. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't want any piece of that. No. Yeah, I didn't either after that. <laughs> well, and we had a few episodes ago, we had... We talked about urban exploration. I was thinking that. And abandoned buildings and the legends behind. Like, because when a building's abandoned, someone goes in there. Like, someone who either doesn't have a home, doesn't have a place to be, mm-hmm. or needs some sort of privacy, but doesn't have enough money for maybe a hotel room. Or. Mm-hmm. So, so they go in abandoned buildings and use those buildings for whatever purpose. So, you know, teenagers, maybe they need a place to get close to someone else or a junkie may need a place or, you know, and and these kind of buildings, even though they're abandoned, they aren't abandoned. Yeah. There has to be something for buildings that used to be occupied and used to be loved and now are no longer loved. And I don't know, maybe I'm giving a building a personality, but it just, it just seems so creepy when you have a building that used to have things in it and now it no longer has things in it. It's no longer used for, we're no longer using it. Why are those buildings just not like, oh, it's a regular building. It just seems extra creepy. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because we leave behind things in those buildings or they're just reclaimed by things like this. I'm like, I don't really believe like devil worshippers. I don't believe that they do that kind of thing. But this kind of stuff, like rooms with all this kind of paraphernalia in it, that really creeps me out. Yeah, yeah. see, and I, and I never believed you. And I'm like, eh, they're full of shit or whatever. But I knew seeing that, I was like, okay, there's a lot of dry blood. Like, a lot. I mean, all... Because there's a, there's a pretty good-sized room. There's probably four of these rooms. Okay. You know, and... Now, and I do a lot of work in commercial buildings now. Well, in a basement like that, you don't really have rooms that are that big unless there was equipment in them. And that was a really big room. And I'm like, why is this here? Why were these people doing anything like this? I mean, because I don't know what kind of blood it was. Yeah, it could be human. I mean, there was a lot of animal skeletons, and I figured. I mean, I, I would hate to think of it as human, but. The chair. The chair in the middle was what really, I was like, why is there a chair if there are animal sacrifices? And I just, I stopped thinking about it after a while. And then when I talked to Mona about the spooky podcast, I was like, uh, why was there a chair there? I don't know. It just, the, the chair was also covered in blood, dried blood. So I feel like when you're talking about spooky things, you don't have answers. You just have questions. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, and you're not going to get an answer unless you ask someone that was there mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah. I don't want to do that. And do you want to know the answer? Do you want to know the truth? No, I said Maybe you not. just leave it at, I've seen it, I've felt it, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Super creepy. So, side note, I guess tangent, this lady just passed by, she looked at our card, she pulled out her phone. She pulled out her phone and was typing on her phone. And I was like, maybe we just got a new listener. Hey, girl. <laughs> I hope so. I, I liked it. <laughs> it just reminded me of all the stuff that I've seen in her. So, I'm sorry. Sorry to everybody if we're bringing up all kinds of old shit you wanted to forget. You don't have to share it if you don't want to. But if you want to, we want to hear it. <laughs> 
Okay, so now we're back. You guys listen to the story. What did you guys think? I I would have I would have, first of all I would not have even gone in. I don't understand that urban exploration. Let's go in this scary building. That's where the bad stuff happened. Well, the first thing that got my attention was the light that <laughs> the flickering light. Yeah, like he saw a flickering it. light and he decided to follow it. Which I mean, I I, I probably would have done too. But where was no. the light coming from? Where like why if it was an abandoned house why was there or what a bit an abandoned building building. yeah do you remember when we went to the jail there were lights on there that were just on so i wonder if it was the same thing where nobody had been up there in a while and there were just lights on or down there in a while yeah yes it's the same thing yeah i did just a little bit of research i'm not even gonna i didn't even pull that shit up y'all are probably like you did research and you didn't even pull anything up. Yeah, I did research and I didn't pull anything up. So hang on, let me grab it. I'm sorry, you guys. Monica's like, you're shit at this, JJ. No, you know I'm what? the opposite. You're right. I am shit at this. You are the best editor that we have. Ever. I'm the only one, you guys. I'm it. I think you're doing a great job. What was While this? you're doing that, can, can I give a shout out? <laughs> To Uncle Adam, because I lit his candles that he gave to me the night of our tarot reading. Oh, right. Do they smell? Not really, but they give a nice ambience to my, <laughs> to this little setup I have. They probably here. have really good energy. Oh, they do. So this courthouse, Corpus Christi, is in Nueces County, and if you guys have ever been to Corpus Christi, it's one of my favorite cities. It's right across the bay from Portorenses, hometown of Selena. Yes. Yeah, I went to the statue. Yeah, statue. No, I went to her clothes store and bought an outfit. Ooh, I think I've never seen the Selena outfit. Uh, I sent like, the tangent. Middle school or high school? We're talking about Corpus Christi. <laughs> We're trying to build ambience for everybody. So. Uh, when I go to Corpus Christi, it's usually on the way to Port Aransas. So you can go over the causeway and get to Port Aransas that way. Or you can go through Rockport. If y'all go through Rockport, make sure you stop at that HEB, stock up, and then get on the island if you go to Port Aransas. Because the food on the island, you're going to get charged island tax. So uh, this is the home of Whataburger. There are like 10 Whataburgers there. There's one on the island. Best Whataburger Next to the one in Corpus, you're probably going to be drunk. It's probably going to be good. I mean, it's going to be hey, the best Whataburger. Isn't Corpus also the hometown of the original Whataburger? Yes. And you can go to the Whataburger that's like, it has the Texas historical two, plaque. You can go to the Yes. It's on, two stories. Yes, it's two stories. It was the first Whataburger that I saw that had avocado. Ooh. And it is one of the best. It's right there on Lakeshore. So if you're driving through Corpus, you're going to go into the kind of the bay that's right there, right before you get to Port Aransas. And then, you mm-hmm. know, on the other side of Port A is the Gulf of Mexico. So but, make your reservations two weeks in advance because they book fast. You can get in early. It is a 24-hour Whataburger. I don't know any Whataburger mm-hmm. that isn't 24 hours. I think they all are. Yeah. But get a double meat. Make sure you get the double cheese. Put some bacon on it. Yeah, I was going to say add the bacon. Bacon, avocado. That's our that's our speed chat podcast fries. pick. Yes, yes, I've eaten there at least three or four times, and it has been delicious every single time. Can so, I do a tangent real quick? Yes, you said go to HEB. Okay, I don't know how to explain HEB to people here. They ask me what is it about HEB? Like what is HEB? And I'm like, it's a grocery store, but it's so much more than a grocery store. It's and a I lifestyle. Don't know 
I don't know how to explain it. I'm like, how do I tell them that there's like Texas pride in their items? They have two great house brands. Like, how do you explain H-E-B to people who've never been there? You know, we had, where I'm from, we had Brookshire's. And when I left, they had started doing Brookshire's how H-E-Bs are designed. It's like you walk in and it will have everything you need. It's like H-E-B really does like you feel like there's a guy up in the booth. He's looking at you pick up stuff and he's like, you know what? The next time you come to this store, everything you want is going to be here, here and here. Like they change the stores based on what your patterns are. Like they really do. And they always have really good produce at most of them. And then they always do, they gear it towards what your season is. Like if you're grilling, you're going to step in that HEB. You're going to get to the beer section. You're going to see a cooler. You're going to see salsa. You're going to see chips. And then you're going to see other kinds of accoutrement for a barbecue. That's true. They know what you want. And then if it's wintertime, you're going to step in. You're going to see a seasonal beer. You're going to see some hot cocoa. They might even have socks that have Texas on them. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It's just, it's a lifestyle. Like you walk into HEB and it's like, damn, they got me. Yeah. Do they have Whole Foods out there? They do. There's a lot more Whole Foods here than there were in Austin. I mean, that's kind of... Almost the same thing. Kind of. It's more like Central Market, but I feel like everything on Whole Foods is organic, and Central Market's more of like specialty foods. Yes. So, but, and in my office, there are two other people from Texas. One is from Dallas, and one is from El Paso. But when I said HEB, they knew exactly what I was talking about. Did they come running down the hall and they're like, You from Texas? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we were at someone else's desk and. I asked this one guy where he was from, and he said El Paso, and then someone else's head popped up and said Dallas, and I was like, hey. Dang, do y'all park y'all's horses next to each other? (laughs) Yeah. The question is, does anyone have an old Derek in their backyard? I didn't ask them. (laughs) All right. That was a great tangent. So So anyway, we love Texas, you guys. Come down here, go to Whataburger, get a condo in Port Aransas, and get your drink on, get your beach on. But this is about Corpus. Okay, so the Corpus Courthouse. <laughs> we love Texas, you guys. The Corpus Courthouse uh, is the Corpus is the county seat of Nueces County, and the county was founded around 1838 as kind of a trading post. And that courthouse was built in 1914. At the time, it was like Corpus is about to blow up. We need this big new courthouse. Da 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 da. And I mean, Corpus has a a good amount of people. Uh, it's a what? pretty bustling port. And the old courthouse, there's a ghost walk you can do through there, you guys. What? Yes. Yes. Do the courthouse that Mike told us about? Yes. Ooh, because I wonder if it goes to the basement. Well, they built the new courthouse in 1977. And so when they built the new courthouse, the old courthouse had been falling apart. Like if you Google it, there are stories of people falling through. Uh, some of the upper floors to the lower oh. floors. There mm-hmm. are stories of some of the walls kind of falling down. You can see the pictures in 1977 when they retired this courthouse. It looked awful. The paint, mildew. Um, you know how old records, if they don't have a place to put them, they just kind of left them there in the building. I mean, yeah. we had talked about, and we say this in the in the story, we had talked about how buildings had been loved and now they're abandoned by people. This yes. This place looks completely, this was abandoned by people. So if you go online, the newspaper in that area, let me see if I can find the name. I feel so unprepared tonight. It's okay. We'll just fake it. Just edit it so it seems like we're on it. 
I don't know if I can help that much. The caller.com is where I got a lot of this information from. And it talked about how this courthouse has been abandoned for a long time. And several times the Nueces Historical Society has tried to come in and, and try to redo this courthouse. So there are pictures from the caller times in 2002 where they're walking through there's a local architect he's like you know trying to show off the building trying to get funds to redo this building and they never have been able to do it too many ghosts well i mean it's a huge sprawling property and what can you do with it well recently last year a company was going to come in they were going to buy it turn it into a hotel like a historical kind of hotel 190 (laughs) rooms Mm-mm. And it would be done by 2020. This is fantastic for the area because it's a beautiful bay. You can rent condos. You can stay in the bay. It's a hop, skip, and a jump from the Gulf of Mexico. I think it would be a really good idea to revitalize that building. However, the deal fell through. The company didn't have enough money to pay off all of the back taxes on the building, which is insane to me that there would be so many property taxes. But there are. And so now the building, as of right now, it's still there. It's just sitting there vacant. Nobody really has any plans. A deal might come down the line. They were looking to give this company incentives, but the incentives weren't going to be more than the taxes owed on the building. And you can look at some of those beautiful pictures of the courthouse that stands there. Um, Beautiful palm trees in front, beautiful facade, but be careful. It's going to crumble around you. Jeez. I feel like I wouldn't want to do the ghost walk if there's, first of all, I don't want to see a ghost, really. Like, you know. And second of all, I don't want to be hit in the head with wall, falling wall. That's the part that would scare me. Yeah. So what kind of things, what kind of entities do you think haunt a courthouse? Do you think it's like like the, the, the souls of people who were convicted there? Or... Yes. Yeah? Was it always a courthouse? Yes. It was built for that purpose. I wonder if anyone died there. Oh, for sure. They had to. Um, In the new courthouse that's in front, the Mm -hmm. one that opened in 77, the one that they're still using, uh, I believe a judge committed suicide in his office in that new building. What? Yes. So is it like the our old courthouse where there was a jail attached or is it just courtrooms? As far as I can tell, it's just courtrooms, but... I can see that they may have had some sort of jail extension on the back, but that wasn't in any of the research that I found. And I just did a cursory kind of glance. I was just kind of curious about where is it now? What is it doing now? Yeah. So it very well could have. Interesting. So what do y'all think of the pentagram on the ground? Like, I feel like. I think it's kids. Everyone, like, you you hear of a pentagram, but some people think, oh, that's a bad thing. But I feel like it's like. The pentagram itself isn't necessarily a bad symbol, but I think people might use it to try and scare people. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Did he say how it was made or what would it was made with? I don't think he said. I don't no. think he did either. I don't think he wanted to get that close to look down and yeah. see if it was paint or blood or what. I mean, it didn't sound like they were there very long. Like, he was there long enough to see what was in the room, and then it seems like they just kind of, GTFO'd. Well, and let's just say that a dead body was in that place and that there was blood everywhere. And I guess, you know, if the EMTs or somebody were to, to come and grab that body, are they going to leave the blood stains there too? Like in an yes. abandoned building? Yeah, they yes. would. Well, like at a regular crime scene, 
I, you I have shouldn't to, have. That's you have what to I hire a company to come in and come clean that. Like if oh, you're in the jail, uh, they'll get like the janitorial staff to do it. But if you have a crime scene at your house, you have to hire somebody to come do it, yeah, or you have to true. do it yourself. Like there is no like the police don't provide a service of oh we'll come up and clean your house after you you know that makes well but I mean nobody thinks about that but I also kind of got the feeling that it was more of an animal sacrifice that was causing the blood like there even though like he didn't understand why there was a chair but I kind of thought it was more of like someone's going in and doing animal sacrifices and that's where all the dried blood was coming from. I didn't know if it was like a human body. I don't know. That's what I, I, I thought. I thought it was more animals, but I mean, when, when he when he mentioned the chair being in the middle, I was like, oh, it wouldn't yeah. be, you know, it wouldn't be completely yeah. far off to find out that it was a, a murder I mean, of her home. Or maybe like whoever's in charge of the animal sacrifices sitting in the chair of honor and then they're just doing the ceremonies around him. I don't know anything about that. That's just what I think. Like, TV-wise, that seems like that's how it would be. You remember a few episodes ago when you were like, what are the kinds of things that might spook you? <laughs> yeah. Like just imagining this satanic ritual taking place is giving me the, the ABGBs. Just- yeah. And see, I don't yeah. even think, like, I don't think that's real Satanism. I think it's just kids screwing around, being silly, that's doing true, that kind of too. thing. And I don't think that that really, I don't think it reflects what actually may or may not happen. I don't know. I don't know. But. I'm just saying that the blood, the blood, the blood part is what throws right me blood. off. Like, even if it was kids being silly, killing animals is not or, being yeah. silly. That's, yeah. that's, that's those, wrong. Yeah. And the bones. Hey y'all, so at this point, the setup that I had had for at least an hour before this just completely fell apart and my internet just stopped working. And we thought it was such a huge coincidence that the recording stopped at this point that we're going to keep it in and let you guys hear how the end of the podcast originally sounded. So in case you don't catch it later, we are available for comments at spookychatpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Spooky Chat Podcast, and on Instagram, Spooky underscore chat underscore podcast. Thank you again to Forrest Wilson for composing Gallows and letting us use that song. And please let all of your friends and family, anybody you know that enjoys kind of spooky things, let them know that we are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you again. And here's the end of the podcast. Okay, so we were talking about, have you guys ever been in a situation where you've had a friend that's trying to, like, do some devil worshiping? I have not. (laughs) But I did go through that phase that every teenage girl goes through where you watch the crap and you think you're a witch. Well, it's not just the girls, because me and my buddy, my best friend in high school, Ryan, we we did the same thing. What? We, we actually went and bought, like, a bunch of, like, witchcraft, like, Wiccan books. And, oh, wow. And stuff like that, and uh, it was kind of funny. I think everybody does, though, like, the craft. Yeah. You guys are remaking the craft. I heard that today. I wonder how it's going to be different. More cell phones or what? I don't know. I mean, the craft is iconic. It is. It just really is. Um, I kind of feel like if they if they don't want to have, like, the answer to everything is to have a cell phone. If they don't want to have that solution, they have to set it in the past. So where are we? I'm sorry. Well, we were talking about devil worshipping. Have you guys ever been in a situation where someone has made you do that? No. Me either. 
or made you do animal sacrifice? I feel like animal sacrifice is different. No. God, that's awful. That's like a gateway to like being a serial killer. You no, know, I don't really have many memories from the first three years of my life, though, so I can't vouch for, you know, for my parents to... Uh-oh. I so, can. I know your parents. There's sweet people. Oh. They would never do that. That's true. He was just making tortillas, making bomb-ass tortillas. That's true. Your dad's fixing stuff. He was fixing stuff. Cars. Yeah. Drinking Miller Lite. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. To the Spooky Chat Podcast. Uh, and send us an email, spookychatpodcast at gmail.com to tell us your thoughts and opinions. Stay safe. I'm just joking. <laughs> Spooky Chat Podcast at gmail.com. We did that. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you to Forrest Wilson for our music. Thank you, Forrest. Thank you, Forrest Wilson, for our beautiful song, Gallows. And, and Nancy Motwin for being a great cat. Stay safe, you babies. Ground beef, kale, stir-fry type thing. Mm. Carrots. Squash. It was good. What did Nancy have? <laughs> she, <laughs> she had sea bass. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I know. (laughs) Worse than the quail egg. Filet mignon and a quail egg? Uh, Nope, it was sea bass. Wow. My hair's not growing. Neither is mine. (laughs) (laughs) No, can I get you guys to talk? Yes. But not at the same time. Jinx, you owe me a Sprite. I I didn't say anything. Well, now it's time for me and Monica to shine. You told me not. You told me to start speaking into the microphone. So, are you trying I'm, to take over the podcast? I am he right. The loud boy. He already did. It's going to be him and my sister <gasps> as a host, and then we're just sometimes co-hosts. Good luck with that. Cause she's not good with sound stuff either. <laughs> wow. I'm just playing. Shout out! Shout out to Brittany. It's a shout, shout out. out. From here on out, they are shot out. out. Stay safe, spooky babies. You better stop. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why the internet's like. JJ? Hello? Oh no, the, the demons are coming through.